0: Hello, good morning to everyone. How are you? Yeah, uh, long weekend. Almost everyone's in vacation, I think. (laughs) Yeah, so um, I hope you're doing okay. Um, I just want to ask, what gives us comfort in life? Yeah, maybe um, the kids, maybe uh, having a toy, right? Receiving gifts. It's like, it comforts them, right? Having their own toy. Maybe some adults, maybe money, their business, right? Doing, having good business is a comfort. And uh, for me, eating good food, <laughs> is a comfort. Uh, yeah. But for us Christians, those are those are temporary. But uh, for us Christians, but uh, the thing that gives us comfort is knowing that the love of God is there. It is always there for us. In the book of Romans, Paul said, I, "For I'm convinced that either." Um, Death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen? His love endures forever, and uh, it gives me comfort knowing that my salvation with God is secure. His unconditional love will always be there. Forgive me and uh, I just want to worship Him more and more. Let's just all stand up and come together as one body in Christ and lift our voice in worship. Let us draw closer to the heart of God. Amen? Let's clap our hands.
1: To the Lord, our God and King, his love and yours forever. For he is good, he is above all things, his love and
0: His love and presence in this place. In recognizing the presence of the Holy Spirit, we experience God's love, His grace, and transformation. May the Spirit of the living God guide us and give us comfort. We welcome Him, and may we be overcome by His presence. Let's worship
1: Nothing worth more that will ever come close. Nothing can compare your living hope, your presence. I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves, where my heart becomes free, and my shame is undone, in your presence, Lord. TO BE OVERCOME BY YOUR PRESENCE, LORD. I LOVE YOU, LORD, Oh, YOUR MERCY NEVER FAILS ME. ALL MY DAYS I'VE BEEN HELD IN YOUR HANDS. FROM THE MOMENT THAT I WAKE UP UNTIL I LAY MY HEAD OH, I WILL SING OF THE GOODNESS OF GOD AS ALL MY LIFE YOU HAVE BEEN FAITHFUL and ALL MY LIFE YOU HAVE BEEN SO so good with every breath that i am oh i will sing of the goodness of god
2: For the Lord. Make it may we make it our own declaration. May we declare before the Lord this morning, all my life you have, you have been faithful. All my life you have been so so good. did all our lives you have been faithful. All our lives you have been so, so good to us. In fact, your goodness runs after us. And our response today is that with every breath that we are able, we will sing of your goodness, our God. From the moment that we wake up, until we lay our head at night. All our moments, all our days, we've been held in your hands. You are our triune God, the Holy and Eternal One. We praise and thank you, God the Father, the one who planned our salvation. There's nothing worth more, no thing that will ever come close nothing that can compare to you we praise and thank you God the Son the accomplisher of our salvation you who gave up your perfect sinless life and took our place on that cross you who rose again to give us our living hope today we praise and thank you God the Spirit the effector of our salvation our comforter our helper Holy Spirit you are welcome here come fill this place with the Father's glory may our hearts long to be overcome by your presence God the Father God the Son God the Spirit we have nothing to give you but our praises and things to surrender our life to you we praise your mighty deeds to the whole world we praise you for your wonderful works your power is limitless your wisdom is unparalleled your grace is overwhelming and your love never fails in this moment of corporate worship We gather as your created and redeemed image bearers, your beloved bride, the church, with minds focused on you, with hearts adoring you. We come together to ask for forgiveness of sins, that your atoning blood may wash us clean. With unity of spirit, we trust you at all times, in these disruptive, turbulent, fearful, and uncertain times, we cling to you. Though we find ourselves in unprecedented times, we know that you as our sovereign triune God, you are still seated on your throne, and you will never make a mistake, and your timing is always perfect. As your dependent yet expectant children, we come to you with humble hearts, asking you to protect our congregation, to protect our city, to protect our nation, our leaders, and the global community of believers. We ask for your attentive presence and merciful care on the most vulnerable among us, physically, emotionally, and economically. We lift up to you, Sister Louisa, may your healing be upon her. O oh Lord, even with the chaos in this world, may we still find peace in your house. Jehovah Father send us to do your deeds of mercy and peace, to minister to the hungry and the sick, to console the sorrowing just like the gospel teaches us. Help us to joyfully and sacrificially be your eyes, ears, hands, and feet to each other and to the world. Help us to be empathetic and to extend sympathy to those in need. We lift up the family of Brother Arturo Tantibon. May your spirit's comfort continue to soothe their grieving hearts. For those who choose to come today to worship in spite of the long weekend may you bless and minister to each one of us for those who are not with us may you keep watch over them wherever they may be we especially pray for the salvation and peace for the people of israel may the lord also be merciful upon all the victims of this war May you open the eyes of our heart to see you and to listen to you this morning and to live out what we hear. Anoint your servants for the purpose that you have intended him. This is our prayer in the name of our Redeemer and Lord Jesus Christ. And all of God's people say, Amen. Amen. Please be seated.
3: Good morning. Yes, again, grace and peace to everyone. It is my joy to be here. Uh, It's been some time. No, I've been uh, avoiding. (laughs) just kidding. Uh, Well, in starting, I'd just like to share a a short story uh, about a, a child who was having a conversation with the household helper. And the household helper said, To the child, there is a ghost in this house. So later on that day, the dad came home and the child asked his dad, Dad, is there a ghost in our house? The dad said, no, who told you that? Our household helper. Son, we don't have a household helper. (laughs) Well, this morning, uh, uh, we're we're continuing our series on the Holy Ghost, or the Holy Spirit. And I was tasked to preach on the name and the role of the Holy Spirit as helper. And uh, may I ask everyone to please rise as we give reverence to the reading of God's Word. Okay, let us read John chapter 14, verses 16 to 18, 18. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. Once more, let us bow our heads and pray. Lord, as we sang the song a while ago, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come, flood this place and feel the atmosphere. May you come and be our teacher. May you be our guide as we study your word. No matter how simple the message is, oh Lord, make your word alive and relevant to each and every one of us. Again, I entrust to you my limitations. Be the one, O Lord, to take over. Guide my lips. Anoint me. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us uh, please take our seats. And uh, last week, I'll just be taking it from there. Uh, Bishop Freddy DeBega came here and preached about uh, the spirit-led life. And he gave us three W's. You still remember that? Yeah, hopefully. Right? The first is uh, uh, the, the witness of the Holy Spirit. Then he talked about the work of the Holy Spirit. And he, and he ended up with the will of the Holy Spirit. And now, uh, I would like to give the context, the background uh, before Jesus uttered this very word. Why did he utter these words? Well, the background is uh, at the upper room where they were gathered, this was a few hours before, you know, Jesus would be arrested and tried. And he gathered his disciples to give them instructions and clarifications. And he was telling his disciples that he has to leave. He will be leaving soon. In fact, in uh, John chapter 13, verse 21, after saying these things, Jesus was troubled in his spirit. Then he said, Truly, truly, I say unto you, one of you will betray me. So Jesus already told his disciples, somebody, someone will betray him. He already knew Judas Iscariot will betray him. Then later on, he said, in John chapter 14, verse 1, 2, and 3, he said, Let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions, many dwelling places, many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I will go now and prepare a place for you. So that is the background. It's very clear. He's telling them, physically, I have to leave. Now you can just imagine how troubled the disciples were. Because he's leaving. Jesus knew their hearts. That's why he said, let not your hearts be troubled. Even though they do not show it, even though they did not say it, Jesus knows their thought. For three, uh, more than three years, they've walked with Jesus. Jesus taught them. Uh, Jesus, uh, you know... Prayed with them, Jesus fellowship with them, Jesus protected them, and now Jesus is saying, I am leaving. How would you feel if you are in the place of the disciples? God knows at times we feel like that. There are times in your life that you will feel as if you are abandoned that god is not present your circumstances tell you you know and the lies of satan will tell us that your god has abandoned you but here jesus made the instruction and clarification next slide please he he said here by the way before that let me say something first about the holy spirit i know you already know it but for the sake of those who do not know You know, the Holy Spirit, uh, we know, is the third person of the triune God. God the Father has all the attributes of deity. The Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, has all the attributes of deity. And so too, the Holy Spirit uh, has all the attributes of deity. In the Old Testament, the focus was the Heavenly Father. In the Gospels, the focus was our Lord Jesus Christ. And in our time, the church age, the focus is on the Holy Spirit. The mention of the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament is 100 times, over 100 times. In the New Testament, it's 261 times. 56 times in the Gospels and 57 times in the book of Acts. That's why the book of Acts is called the Acts of the Holy Spirit. Not just the Acts of the Apostles. Because the Holy Spirit is very active in our time. And Jesus knew that not only that the disciples' hearts are troubled, but they also felt like orphans. Right? Is it obvious in the text? Yes. That's what it says in uh, uh, verse 18. He says, I will not leave you As orphans so God knows how you feel and he would like to encourage each and every one of us right now you who is fighting life's battles you who has to move on and to move forward you who has been doing ministry you who is being transformed into the image of God I believe this is a message for each and every one of us. Jesus said, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper. I am not a Greek scholar. I did study a little bit of Greek. And the little I know, I would like to share. It says here, another helper. That's why I highlighted it and underlined it to uh, give a little bit of word study. As Jesus is telling them, I am leaving, but I will not leave you as orphans. Because I will go to the Father, and the Father will send another helper. The word another is the word "allos." It means another of the same kind. Another of the same kind. It's called the helper. That's why, you know, uh, when you say another, he is as powerful as God the Father and as God the Son. He's omniscient. He's all-knowing. He's omnipresent. And that's who he is. And he will be coming as Jesus will be, what, uh, physically absent and is in his absence, the helper will come. The title of the message this morning is Our Reliable Helper. It's not just helper, but a reliable helper. You see, I believe diba? many of you have helpers at home, right? Amen? Uh-huh. my helper, pero hindi reliable. You eh? my helper ka, pero hindi reliable. Oh I remember I have a classmate back in Bible school. Diba? Uh, he's quite clumsy. And, uh, and he always wanted to help. He's a helper by nature. Diba? Kaya lang minsan, pag, pag tumutulong, masalang nasisira. Sabi niya, Brother Jules, pwede ba ako tumulong sa'yo? Oo oh, naman. Gusto mo tumulong? Huwag ka nang tumulong. Makakatulong ka. Diba? Oh." But you know what? The Holy Spirit is the reliable helper. That's how Jesus Christ described him. Because, you know, uh, uh, there are a few verses that talk about the helper. The word helper, again in Greek, is parakletos. It's parakletos. Parakletos uh, is made out of two words. Para. Para means alongside, beside, with, and kletos means to call, to call. So parakletos means to call alongside, to be your helper. That is the word helper. It depends on what Bible translation you use, In the King James Bible, in the American Standard Version, it's called Comforter. In the NIV, it's called Counselor. In the New American Bible, it's called Advocate. And here in the ESV, it's called Helper. It says the same thing. The Holy Spirit is the one who comes alongside you as your Counselor. As your defender, as your strengthener, he is your advocate, he, he's the one who comes to you whenever you need help. And he's not just a helper, he's a what? Reliable helper. Now, uh, again, when we use the word comforter, what's the first thing that will come into your mind? He is our comforter. No? Uh, well, to some, probably, you think of the comforter that you use when you go to sleep, right? Comfy, ang lambot, right? Pag ka. Oh, but that's not the comforter that the Bible is speaking. In fact, the word comforter, probably some of us would say, ah, uh, you know, when life is hard, when I fail, you know, uh, when I cannot go on anymore, the Holy Spirit will come and wipe away my tears he because he's the comforter yes the holy spirit does that but that's not the true meaning of the word comforter or the word helper because the word comforter comes from the latin word comforte com is with forte have you heard that Okay, N- Narinig niya? Forte. Bago mo yung bili ka ng ano? Tusaran. Di ba? May tusaran, regular. Meron din ano? Tusaran? Narinig niya na yan? Okay? You can relate? Yan magtataka ako. I was asking my wife, ano ba pagkakaiba ng, ng, ng uh, tusaran at saka tusaran forte? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yun pala ang forte, di ba? Stronger. More potent. So, to those who are uh, you know familiar with the the, the musical piece. Yeah, sister Bib? Ano yung P. P. What does P mean? And there's an F, right? P means what? Piano. What does that mean? Soft. You play the piano softly. F is forte. You play it loud. And you put FF, play it very loud. So the means of comforter, meaning uh, com, mean with, forte, in strength. So that is to come in strength. So that is the word of the helper. To come beside you, to come, come alongside you, and to give you strength. Not when the battle is over. He gives you strength before the battle. He gives you strength in the midst of battle, in the midst of your struggle, in the midst of your weakness, in the midst of anything that will disrupt your faith. The Holy Spirit is your comforter. He is your reliable helper who comes in strength. Now, three things, again, as I've said, three Ps in order for us to easily remember the points of the message as Jesus uh, mentioned of uh, the Holy Spirit as our reliable helper. Now, number one, as our reliable helper, why he's a reliable, reliable helper? Because of his power, the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, oftentimes we See, when we pray, we talk to the Father, right? Amen? We were taught the Lord's Prayer, our Father. We talk to the Father all the time. We address our prayers to Him. We talk to Jesus when we pray. You're Jesus. But this is just my observation. I hope I am wrong. But I observe that many, there are some Christians I would say, that they do not pray and talk to the Holy Spirit as if he's just a force from God to help us and accompany us. Well, let me say to you, my dear brothers and sisters, that the Holy Spirit is not just a force that you utilize. He's a person that you need to know. Imagine, Jesus Christ has given us the Holy Spirit for our advantage to bring power into our lives. But the problem with many Christians, that's why they are weak, that's why they cannot grow, is simply because they do not know the person of the Holy Spirit. He's a person just like Jesus Christ. Well, you know, some people, some Christians are having a hard time with this because they cannot relate to the Holy Spirit as a person. Why? Well, of course, it's very obvious because every person you know eh, has a body, right? It's not a person. a body. But here, the Holy Spirit, He is the Spirit, and yet He's a person. He's a person because He has intellect, He has will, He has volition. Uh, He can decide. He has emotions. He uh, uh, he knows how to be grieved. He knows how to teach. That's the Holy Spirit. But let me first uh, focus on the first point, the power of the Holy Spirit. They say that to live the Christian life is not hard. (laughs) We hear that all the time. It is impossible. It is impossible to live the Christian life because it is through the power of the Holy Spirit, in the person of the Holy Spirit, as He moves in your life, He wanted to transform each and every one of us. But thank you, Thank you, God, Holy Spirit. If you are a believer, if you have a relationship with God the Father through Jesus Christ the Son, then you have this privilege and advantage. The Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, if you would recognize Him, would like to transform you. The scripture tells us, in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, it says, But we Christians have no veil over our faces, but we are like mirrors that brightly reflect the glory of God. As the Spirit of the Lord works within us, we become more and more like Him. Bible Nik Sabi. We become more and more like Him as we talk to the Spirit, as we walk with the Spirit, as we are led by the Spirit, we will see the fruit of the Holy Spirit springing up in our lives. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. He has the power to transform. Now, if you think something is lacking in your life, probably that's the one thing that lacks Is to know the Holy Spirit and the power that comes along with it. If you want to be transformed today, you can talk to the Holy Spirit. I have lots of struggles. Of course, all of us have struggles. But remember, He wants to work in you and through you. Not only that He has the power to transform our lives. He gives power so you and I can become powerful witnesses. Powerful witnesses. Going back to the Gospels, uh, we are told of Peter how Peter denied Jesus Christ not one time, not twice. How many times? Three times, diba? Dapat right? strike out kani. But you know what? When the when Pentecost came and we know the story how Jesus, how uh, God poured out His Spirit upon all believers in Acts chapter 2 verse 4 it says all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and they were able to speak in tongues as the Spirit enables them. So the Holy Spirit has a power to enable you to do what? He wants you to do. Let me say that again. The Holy Spirit will give you the enabling power to do whatever He has called you to do. It is the Holy Spirit as I allow Him to move in my life I am able to uh, cope up with my marriage, to teach my children, you know, to do everything in the ministry. It's all because of his enabling grace. I would just like to share a, a brief testimony. Um, some of you know me, and I tell you all the time I'm not cut out for this, I'm not cut out to become a pastor. I'm not cut out to become uh, a speaker. <laughs> I was telling uh, Brother Daniel Shankwan when we were in Naga. I have no recollection whatsoever. Growing up from elementary, high school, uh, up till college, not one time I stood on stage. Not one time I was called to pray. Not one time I was called to perform in any programs in school. No. Why? Because I have stage fright. Probably some of you could uh, relate to that, right? Yes, ang hirap mag-speak. Ganun ako. Hihimatayin ako. In fact, even in speech class, I was assigned uh, for an assignment uh, you know, to do a part in uh, some play. You know what I did? That day, I was absent. <laughs> Di ako pumasok sa school. Bakit? Eh, ayaw ko. Takot nga ako eh. Then, uh, I, I think I told you this before. I don't like going to parties. I don't like to go to weddings. I don't like to go to funerals, to, to birthdays. ayoko maraming tao. Ayoko. Tapos si God. God is full of humor, right? ayaw mo, ayong kita Oh, I'll call you to become a pastor. I'll call you to become a public speaker. I'll call you to become my mouth to speak to people. That's the enabling power of the Holy Spirit. I remember one time. Uh, I don't know her, but she attends this church. And when I was talking to her, she said, why are you very timid? Shay kapala. Ka Pero pag when you're up in the pulpit, on the stage. Parang parang it's the enabling power of the Holy Spirit for me to accomplish what God has called me to do. He has to empower me. He has to fill me with His power so I can do what He has called me to do. What has God called you to do? Whatever it is, it may be Something that concerns your family, God will give you the power to accomplish it. It could be at work, God will give you the power for you to accomplish it. All for His glory, all for His honor. The power of the Holy Spirit. He comes to us in power. That's com forte. He comes. He comes. He comes beside you, alongside you. Have you ever feel like an orphan? Have you ever feel like an orphan? You know what? I brought with me a prop here. Okay? So this is a glove. How does the power of the Holy Spirit work? Well, again, for me, There are many mysteries in the the Bible that I might never know. But the simple things that has been revealed by God to me, not only I can share. You and I, I like this glove. The glove alone cannot do anything. But as a believer, our reliable helper comes as you allow him as you call upon him, as you trust him, he will enable you. As I slip my hand in this glove, whatever the hand can do, the glove can do. Amen. Kung ano kaya ng kamay, kaya ng glove and it is the power of the holy spirit it's his power that enables me to win battles in life please do not get me i'm not strong but the holy spirit is and he comes alongside me to strengthen me with his power so i can do whatever he calls me to do sorry hindi ko lang but if to ni God, He to empower me. But uh-huh. that eh, That will not encourage you. So I do not need that. But everything I need is through the power of the Holy Spirit. I go to my number two point. Okay? And when Jesus said, uh, uh, another helper will come, another comforter, another, another advocate. No? Uh, not only that the scripture tells us and points us to the power of the Holy Spirit, but also to the presence of the Holy Spirit. He's our reliable helper because of His presence. The scripture tells us, next verse, uh, let's go to uh, verse uh, still, 16. No? He will give you another helper to be with you. What? Yes, that's a song we sang a while ago. Forever you are faithful. No? Yes forever you are strong, forever you are with us. Not only that, uh, in the latter part, it says in verse 17, you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. Two prepositions that the Bible use, of course, the word of God, he dwells with you. Now, uh, I won't go into that because uh, Bishop Freddy already talked about the indwelling uh, presence of the Holy Spirit. i just like to give... Uh, Uh, a little emphasis on this with you and be in you now was there ever a time that you felt defeated okay amen yes so at times in life sometimes we we feel defeated right amen yeah sometimes we feel inadequate very limited and yet we would like to get to know more the Holy Spirit as the indwelling presence. He is with you. Again, going back to the context of what the disciples were feeling, they were troubled, they felt like orphans. That's why Jesus Christ has to come and encourage them by telling them, the Holy Spirit, that reliable helper, is with you couple of days ago, somebody called me up and said, Pastor, uh, somebody died, my cousin died, and all my family will be coming. I know you do not know anyone from the family, but I would like to invite you over to come and do the necrological service. So it was very abrupt, so very sudden that I wasn't able to call anyone from church. So I felt again, again, I have to go alone. Okay. may mali dun sa line of thinking ko. Nakalimutan ko na naman that I am never alone. I will never be alone. God, sorry, nakalimutan ko. Kasama pala kita. So I went there and did what I need to do. Yun lang, hindi ko nabuhay yung patay. Diba? Hindi ko kaya. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I can only share the word of God. oh. Uh-huh. A lot of people came to know Jesus. Why? Because the Holy Spirit, His presence is with you. When? Just now? It's forever. You need to be reminded of this truth and privilege. So you and I will not need to feel that you are orphans. You, God, the Holy Spirit is with you. God the Father is with you. God the Son is with you. They are with us through the Spirit of the Father, the Spirit of Christ. These are the names of the Holy Spirit. He works in us. You know, a story is told of a cub, a baby bear who got lost in the woods as I was reading, how will he get right? lost in the woods? Well, in this story, he got lost, and there was a mountain lion that tracked him and trapped him. So he was so afraid. But he made the motion like he's a big bear, like. to scare the lion and the lion backed down and went running away see when this baby bear looked behind him he saw the daddy bear (laughs) that's why the lion got scared it's not because of him it's because of the dad so too in our lives the presence of the Holy Spirit Satan is not afraid of you. Satan will never be afraid of me. Sino Sino ko para matakot ang jablo sa'yo? Diba? But it's the working and the power of the Holy Spirit. When you go through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and our staff, they comfort me because God Is with us through the presence of the Holy Spirit. And thirdly, and lastly, I will end here not only the power of the Holy Spirit, He's our reliable helper because of His power, because of His presence. And lastly, if you know the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit, for sure you will have the peace of the Holy Spirit. The peace of the Holy Spirit. It's there in the context, chapter 14, verse 26 and verse 27. Jesus said, But the Helper, the Parakletos, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. Again, the context, Jesus has already told his disciples, He's going away. So I said, Peace I leave. With you. My peace I give to you. So, how does he do that? Through the Holy Spirit. It is through the Holy Spirit. Again, the one who comes alongside you. When you are not able to bear. He doesn't only come beside you, you know, uh, to plead your case. He's not only come beside you, no, to wipe your tears, although he does that, as I've said earlier. But he comes before the battle. He comes in the midst of battle. And of course, he's also there at the end of the battle. It is to strengthen you. It is to enable you. It is for you to live the Christian life that God has planned out to be. His peace be upon you. My dear brothers and sisters, as we walk with the Spirit, as we are led by the Spirit, this is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. We know that already. Huh? Romans chapter 14, verse 17, it tells us that the kingdom of God is not just about eating and drinking. It's about righteousness, peace, and joy of the Holy Spirit. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 7, it says, the peace of God that passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. And that is the peace that only the Holy Spirit can bring. This peace cannot be achieved by your assets. It cannot be, you know, uh, you cannot have this peace uh, through the accolades of other people. Not through your achievements or whatsoever. Because this peace only comes I'm having the Holy Spirit in your life. The peace of the Holy Spirit. That's why one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit is peace. Again, as our reliable helper, I will end with this. He's reliable because of his what? Number one? Power. Number two? Presence. Number three? Because of his peace. May you enjoy him. May you get to know him. May you talk with Him, walk with Him. May He divinely enable you to live that abundant, victorious Christian life. God bless all of you.
0: Thank you, Pastor Julius. May we not be like the world who often relies on our own strength. And may we not be like the world that when we see news of war and suffering, we feel devastated and forever heartbroken. But may we be a people of God who relies on the Spirit knowing that God is sovereign, Jesus Christ is Lord, and the Spirit of God is great and mighty. Let's sing this song, May We Arise.
2: to our worship team, the Ong family. Okay, this is the second time Keith is playing for us in the guitars. Let's encourage him. Okay, thank you to the Ong family with their adopted uh, children, si Abby, Adrian, Jason, (laughs) and of course, si Bev. Okay, uh, Reverend Julius, we don't believe that you are shy or timid. That's for sure. Nung akyat niya kanina, sabi niya, 10 to 15 minutes lang daw siya. Okay? <laughs> Pero mukhang humaba. Okay. We believe that you are a gifted speaker. So, do you want to hear more of Reverend Julius? Hindi <laughs> na ako nag... Ano ah? Yeah, we miss you. We miss you. After one year of trying to evade, <laughs> finally, you are here. So hopefully, we can have more of Reverend Julius in the future. Okay. Uh, someone left this. ko na yung Someone left this at the female uh, washroom. So, please get it from me afterwards. Today is the last day for you to visit our testimony wall, featuring the 23 stories of God's goodness and faithfulness in the lives of NMEC members and attendees. Uh, You can also continue to read them in our social media accounts, and hopefully, uh, in you can hear from them at the pulpit uh, in the weeks ahead. To our sisters in Christ, age 40 and above, if you want to save money by doing your own Christmas decors at home, please come join our Women's Ministries Christmas Decor Workshop, uh, which have been, has have been ongoing uh, until it's every Wednesday. From uh, 10 a.m. to 12 noon, uh, excluding this Wednesday, okay, November 1. It will go on until November 29. It will be held at the second floor function room. Interested persons may register with Sister Vicky Lim. Our next BISPRO event will be held on November 28 at 8 p.m. at our second floor. Fellowship Hall or Lower Chapel. Former president of Far East Broadcasting Company, famous broadcaster, Brother Dan Andrew Kura will speak on the topic Social Media Overload How Technology Shapes Our Spiritual and Social Lives. Inviting all business people and professionals to join, you can also invite your friends and relatives. Coffee Fellowship starts at Uh, 7.30 p.m. Please save the date. Our NMEC Enrichment Camp will be back next year. It will be held at the First Pacific Leadership Academy in Atipolo from March 28 to 30, That's Thursday to Saturday during Holy Week. Reverend Dave King will be our camp speaker. Registration details will be announced in the weeks ahead. Are you already part of a small group? Who's already part of a small group? Okay, we want to encourage you. Uh, Let's watch this uh, video. With the theme, Be One, Make One, we encourage every one of you to be part of a discipleship group or a small group. If you are interested, you can kindly contact any of our pastoral team members and we'll be glad to connect you to a group. If you need prayers, uh, there will be pastors who will remain at the worship hall to pray for you after the worship service. Right now, we would like to welcome any first-time visitors in our midst. Please rise to be recognized. Any first-time visitors? Okay. If there are, please join us for a cup of coffee at the lobby after the service. Uh, Please rise for the benediction. In times of trouble, may the Lord answer your cry. May the name of the God of Jacob keep you safe from all harm. May He send you help from His sanctuary and strengthen you from Zion. May He remember all your sacrifices and accept your offerings. May He grant your heart's desires and make all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy when we hear of your victory and raise a victory banner in the name of our God. May the Lord answer all your prayers. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, and the comfort of the Holy Spirit be upon us all. Amen. you for worshipping with us both on site and online, may the Lord bless your week remember, the best is yet to come, see you next week